0: It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long, long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have been. If you let that
1: whiskey ring. A
0: and colton dunn goof ah oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> we just had. this is this is really weird because the previous intro we recorded started out in a similar way where we referenced something that we talked about before we started recording yeah before we started recording this one we were talking about shang chi <laughs> Which is an amazing film?
1: Yeah, it um, just came out. We we love it. It's great. Maybe we will
0: get around to a review proper, but we're gonna wait on it. Yeah,
1: um, at we're, least
0: at least a commentary when it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, maybe something like that. We're gonna
1: wait until at least it's available to wider audiences. But um, it was great. I mean, it's yeah.
0: definitely. I would say my top ten MCU films.
1: Yeah, that, and this, for, this and is just a you know miniature review. Yeah, f- quick from, mini from review me is. Um, it's not my favorite MCU movie but it stands on its own it does it stands outside of the MCU as just like by itself a it's good movie. It's very unique. And some of my favorite MCU movies don't do that. They yeah. you know Endgame's one of my favorites but it only is it's my favorite very because much a, of the MCU. Yeah, exactly. This um, one's just a cool ass kung fu movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, the choreography was amazing. I love the colors, the spectacle. Yeah, great it, art design. Yeah, it yeah. has some of the best art design out of all the movies I think um that's up there for sure. So yeah, that's that's our quick little <laughs> review. We we liked it. Um but we are not talking about Shang-Chi. No, we are We're not even it. talking about Thor the Dark World's Malekith. Yeah. We're, Although we were earlier. Um we are talking it, he is a dark elf though. He is a and dark elf. Dark elves <laughs> are also in
1: we're both getting it wrong, but you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> in the Skyrim universe, now. Yeah. It's Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. We're doing Dirk. another uh, in the same vein as the Dark Souls lore episode. We're going to talk about some Elder Scrolls lore.
0: Yeah. We had a lot of fun with that last one, or at least I did. <laughs> um, so we're going to yeah.
1: continue doing lore stuff. So in the in the spirit of Bethesda. Coming out, announcing the anniversary edition yeah, of Skyrim. it makes sense. This is the uh, one, two.
0: It's not just a random episode we're doing. It this makes sense. This is the sense.
1: fourth full like new version of Skyrim. So there's uh, the original, original, then special original. edition, Switch. No,
0: no, no. You have the original. You have the legendary edition. Legendary, right. You have the Switch. Switch. Which coincides with special edition, yeah. Basically. But, but they are slightly they're different, different but yeah, they so. came out around the same time. So. And then you have VR. That's number right. five,
1: right? And um,
0: and now and now anniversary tenth anniversary one. That's sixth one. I think there
1: could be more. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> and uh, there was the you know spoof about the Alexa version. Yeah, which <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was great with uh,
0: <laughs> Keegan Michael Key.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah, I
0: think it was him. Good stuff. He's usually in that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's great. (laughs) So speaking of uh, funny guys, uh, what are you drinking tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Me? (laughs) Um, That was a terrible transition. (laughs) You're a terrible transition.
0: (laughs) Me, a funny guy? Wow, that uh, blushes. No, I am drinking... We've had plenty of this brewery on the show before. I'm drinking Rogue Brewery's Hazelnut Brown Nectar. Yeah. Um ale. We it's, love
1: Rogue Brewing. We we drink a
0: lot of their beers. Um first time having this one's brand new to the show. Um, cuz we haven't had a lot of unique beers lately. So I, you know, yeah, I thought yeah, I'd better grab one.
1: Slacking off on the uh, cool beers <laughs> to tell you about. Yeah, we have just been in, like oh. getting cores
0: and you've got I it's not a unique beer but it is a good beer. I will always defend it. Uh, I got some Guinness Yeah. Beer. Um D- anyone
1: that hates on Guinness at me directly. Yeah. Tell tell mm-hmm. them that cool fact about Guinness that you told me earlier. About
0: Oh, Guinness is actually like if you're <laughs> trying to watch your weight or whatever it, but you still want to drink
1: <laughs> beer,
0: uh Guinness is only around 20 more calories than the average seltzer, and it's way better yeah. than the average seltzer.
1: Yeah, so uh, Guinness is actually not that bad if you're trying it's to It's not watch carbonated.
0: It's a nitro brew, technically. Uh, it's really smooth. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Guinness. Now, would I want to have it during the summer, and it's still quite hot here? Not all the time. <laughs> not all the time, but it sounded good tonight. It is cooling down at night, so yeah. at night, you it know. It sounded
1: good right now.
0: Uh, um, but it's definitely my go-to, like, winter beer. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure.
1: We've also got some uh, mead here, some bro- Blackbriar Meadery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, not. it's meter- Meadery of the Rockies. No, 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 it's, it's Blackbriar. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that was the one that was... Po- no,
0: no, no, that, no, was, that ho- one wasn't poisoned. Honey, poison. honey, honey, honey brew, brew was
1: poisoned. Yeah, um, they
0: were poisoned. Yeah, with just rat poison. <laughs> yeah, just straight up rat poison. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: you do that. You're yeah. the, the dragonborn. Because in poisoning
0: like, mead. Uh, the Thebes Guild quest is basically like a mob crime drama mm-hmm. set in medieval ages. Well, whatever age. I have a question for you before we get into Elder Scrolls lore. Yeah. I have a general question about it. Okay. And I'm not going to ask the very common ones (laughs) where it's like, oh, why is it always in the medieval ages or something like that? Yeah. Would you consider Elder Scrolls, at least as a whole, like when you get into the first, second, third, fourth eras, Um, medieval? uh, Or does it depend where you are in that universe? I mean... Like on Tamriel. Like,
1: yes, but... uh, so like a lot of like what you see in fantasy high fantasy is actually more akin to like late medieval early renaissance mm. kind of like if like the Witcher for example is very much like early renaissance Oh that's aesthetic. definitely early renaissance yeah. yeah Um Elder Scrolls is uh pretty medieval but it's just kind of it's a hodgepodge of like different Yeah because if like, you look you at get, like, like Morrowind it's very it's very weird well that one <laughs> the setting. Is not really anything yeah, that's in uh... history.
0: But um like the Imperials, they're the Romans. It's very obvious. Oh yeah. And like a while it is actually the more medieval looking game, like high fantasy.
1: Yeah. It's... it's
0: set in a more Roman setting.
1: Yeah, the Imperials are very Roman. Uh if you want the closest to what you consider like a high medieval stereotype, it would be the Bretons in High Rock. Oh, definitely, yeah. That, that's the closest in Elder Scrolls to the and we're talking about high Euro- fantasy European
0: medieval. high medieval fantasy uh,
1: aesthetic.
0: And then Skyrim, I would still consider medieval cuz Oh, yeah. Everything you, present in that game is way ahead of the actual got, like Viking age Yeah, crossbows
1: you know. and all that sort I mean, of you stuff. could
0: argue that it's like early medieval.
1: Uh possibly, yeah. Um, or
0: at least mid, but not high. Yeah, you know,
1: not not it doesn't have that it's high fantasy late. feel at all, at all times. But uh, no, sometimes it's kind of hard to place uh, fantasy settings in actual historical inspiration because they pull from so many different things. Well, yeah, because that's um, what makes it fun. Yeah, and, and that's what I think Elder Scrolls does a very, does a very someone, good job at. If someone came up to you and just, said
0: Skyrim or just Elder Scrolls games are medieval,
1: would you take offense? No, I, no because you know I I might study medieval history and in at college but uh you know I the average person would look at it and say that's medieval and that's fine. Yeah, I'm taking because, a medieval
0: Europe class this semester. Yeah. And uh you've had this professor Dr. Martin. I hope he's not listening. Uh-oh. I was <laughs> be would very be very surprised if he, he was. Yeah, um, me too. He's probably trying on a new tie or something. But <laughs> yeah, but
1: he said if you do a presentation, and in I class, think you told tie, me, I, yeah, like yeah.
0: I think you've told me this before, and it's a sh- damn shame we haven't done an episode on this or anything related to this. But he claims that Monty Python, the Quest for the Holy Grail, is actually one of the most historically accurate.
1: Not Depictions. accurate authentic.
0: He said accurate.
1: Yeah, I would that's where I would disagree with him. Because, because like there's a difference between accuracy and well, authenticity. Well his whole reasoning
0: was like their attitudes and like logic. Yeah. Like with the whole witch scene. They just take it a step further and to that, make and it that's, funny. And
1: that's the authenticity because people you could the reason I disagree is just it's a, you know, just um a language difference. Um I, no, I do see what you mean. Lots of people would say accurate means like those events didn't happen. So it's not accurate type of thing, but authentic. I use that terminology when talking about some movies because they might be authentic to when they're taking place in the attitudes and no, I do agree. I agree
0: that that's actually a better way to explain it. Cause yeah, when you say accurate, you're thinking like actual historical. Yeah.
1: Too many people just attach that to the word accurate. Like, uh, but what, what he means and what, uh, I've meant by saying it's, Monty Python and the Holy Grail is a an, an authentic film. Um, is they get things about medieval attitudes, attitudes, and beliefs, and different things about like what a medieval person medieval things even should like should the be costumes
0: like. and stuff. Yeah. Even though they're low budget, you know. They... Yeah,
1: they, well, it's because all the Monty Python guys. It's like, all. Went to university. Well, they yeah, all met
0: like a the university. Holy Grail movie was like funded by like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and all these yeah different bands and stuff. Uh,
1: <laughs> Terry Jones. Terry, yeah, he recently um, passed away. Yeah, Terry Jones did a series of history documentaries. Oh yeah, yeah. Which Dr. Martin showed me those. Um, uh, very good, well-made history documentaries. But uh, no, it, Monty Python and The Holy Grail is more authentic. Than than like a lot of modern stuff,
0: I think the most recent and I know we're talking about Elder Scrolls, but last thing I want to say the most recent movie that seems pretty authentic, damn authentic to me. I haven't seen The King, which I heard is really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about uh, King uh, Henry. No, 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 David. I don't. I don't
1: know. I can't
0: remember. But um, the Outlaw King
1: that was good. Yeah, I really like that. I, I. I haven't looked into how accurate or authentic it is. Everything I've looked into, like... At the very least, it's leagues better than Braveheart was. And
0: it's still a lot more historically accurate than Braveheart. uh, uh, Because Braveheart straight up made Robert the Bruce a traitor,
1: which never happened. No, it portrays Robert the Bruce as more accurate in the sense of uh, he is a hero, but he's more complicated than just a knight in shining armor hero. He... You know, well, because what actually
0: character. happened he didn't join William Wallace at the Battle of I forget the battle uh, uh,
1: um something bridge but, but
0: yeah, yeah, something bridge <laughs> but he didn't join William Wallace at battle, that was like the worst thing he did, really, and well, in the scope of the war at least in the revolution uh but and we're talking about the Scottish Revolution not the American Revolution, please, yeah, don't. please don't get those confused if you get any. <laughs> Sterling, I'm sorry, Sterling Bridge. Do your research. If you get,
1: well, no, probably not. Sterling Bridge is probably not the battle we're we're thinking of. we I don't think so. Sterling Bridge was William Wallace's that w- big victory. That
0: was the big victory yeah. that like kicked it off.
1: Yeah, that was the big yeah. thing that cemented William Wallace as like a tactician and someone who's a threat. Yeah. Um.
0: And I still love Braveheart. It's a
1: fun. It's fun. I historical I enjoy it. <laughs> fiction. <laughs> Uh, no, historical outlaw, fantasy almost. Outlaw King. I've only watched it once and I, I've not looked into it. That's with um, Chris Pine. Yeah. And, and his, he was like, great.
0: His Scottish accent's actually a lot more subtle than a lot of people do. Like, yeah.
1: It's not like the most. <laughs> it's not the best Scottish it's accent. It's not the best, but heard. it's not
0: outrageous. It's doesn't. Yeah. It, bother me like it, it's not like Mike
1: Myers it doesn't know? distract you from the drama of it's the not movie. like fat bastard um, or Shrek you know no, that movie is great you want to know another movie that is uh very historically authentic in my opinion uh this is another one that I I've talked to Dr. Martin about <laughs> so ask him about it uh 300 mm. <laughs> um, and uh, you might be listening you might be like hold the fuck up <laughs> That super <laughs> <That's> stylistic <laughs> Zack Snyder film? Yeah, you, know, you might That's be, based
0: off of a graphic novel, which is based off of history?
1: Yeah, um, it's actually very accurate to the graphic novel. I've read yeah. the graphic novel. Uh, yeah. No, 300 is very historically authentic. It, it, when you think of it this way, 300 is being told from the perspective of a Spartan. The yeah. entire movie the entire story is a Spartan which makes sense telling why it's you so, the story it's so
0: romanticized so it gets
1: and... yeah it's romanticized things are exaggerated there's monsters the Spartans being badass and stuff yeah but the some th- certain things about their mentality how they treat each other and act on each other are probably accurate so there's the best scene um is when the uh other Greeks show up um I don't remember what uh, uh, I don't remember what uh, city state it was. Uh, but the other Greeks show up to in, I don't on the think march, it's the Athenians. not the Athenians, no. no. It's... Um, but the a uh, bunch of other Greeks show yeah. up to, uh, on the march towards the hot gates to help the Spartans, and they show up, and they're like, le- the leaders like, Leonidas, you brought so few soldiers. I brought, you know, three times as many soldiers as you did, and Leonidas turns to all the Greeks and goes, "You, what is your profession?" And he says, "I'm a potter." What's your profession? I'm a carpenter. And then he goes, Spartans, what is your profession? They all lift up their spears, They're soldiers. <laughs> and he goes, see, I've brought more soldiers than you did.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that's
1: totally what a Spartan would say.
0: Oh, definitely, yeah.
1: Also, a lot of the quippy one-liners in 300 were pulled from actual Spartan quippy one-liners in history. So the, uh, um, our arrows will blot out the sun, then we'll fight in the shade. That's a real line said by a Spartan. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Spartans
0: no, and the Spartans even though they were extremely like mil- like a military state.
1: Yeah, you know. Um,
0: they actually compared to other Greek city-states and stuff treated women a lot more equally. Like they had to a, an extent, more to do. Yeah, they had more to do than a
1: woman in Athens, like, to you know. an extent. I mean, uh, we don't want. Well, I mean, paint the picture for our viewers. <laughs> well, that we that's why think I that said they treated women well, n- not well, just comparatively compared to the <laughs> other uh, <laughs>
0: states and Greeks. Yeah,
1: comparatively. Yeah. Um, no, Spartans were a fascinating society, and you know, on the one hand, some of the stuff that's in pop culture about them, their warrior mentality, is accurate, but some of it is also that doesn't get portrayed is that they were very um, elitist. Um, mm-hmm. they didn't have a very big army of actual Spartan soldiers. So that while the Spartan soldier as an individual unit was very strong and very well trained, they didn't have a lot of them because yeah. they were very picky on who actually was a Spartan citizen. Uh huh. Like not just anyone coming to be a Spartan citizen. So like you had
0: to earn that.
1: Majority of the population of Sparta were not citizens, so they were not trained to be soldiers. Probably slaves. Yeah. The the yeah they, they had a lot of slaves. <laughs> um, anyway
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, everybody Everybody <laughs> had slaves
1: Yeah Well, not everybody Lots of people
0: Lots of people Well, besides slaves And besides I'm sh- peasants I'm
1: sure there were some people Who didn't have slaves But history. every
0: major empire Or nation state In history Yeah Pretty much had slaves
1: Yeah, slaves have been a thing forever um, It's sad Now The uh version of slavery that us Americans are taught about is a different beast altogether. Yeah, the, in American, the
0: American institution of slavery took it to a whole new yeah. level of a so, but, atrocity. So you
1: hear some Southern apologists say stuff like, uh, <laughs> no. everyone had slaves. I'm like, not on the scale that we did and not in the brutality that we did.
0: No, um, no nowhere near that.
1: But yeah, no, slavery is- Maybe besides like the ancient forever. Egyptians,
0: you know, <laughs> Well, That's the, not
1: well, the ancient Egyptians, the pyramids were not built by slaves. We have lots of evidence of that. They were built by high-paid, well-treated workers. Um, I never said that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you're just giving me that look, like And uh, also, there's no evidence that doesn't mean it didn't happen. No evidence that ancient uh, Israelites were ever enslaved by the Egyptians. Not doesn't mean it didn't happen. Well, not doesn't mean it didn't happen. Saying there's no evidence for it doesn't mean we have evidence that it didn't happen. It's just that we don't have any good evidence that that was a real historical thing. Right. Um. Anyway, speaking of historical things, Elder Scrolls. Let's
0: talk about some fake history. Fake. Let's not get in.
1: (laughs) Hold. Hold on, Jackson. I was under the impression that this was real history. (laughs)
0: everything else we were talking about was fake history
1: yes we're gonna get into the real history now real history um elder (laughs) scroll
0: this episode has a weird energy to it and I apologize
1: I don't apologize I think Colin never apologizes (laughs) bastard (laughs) I'm yeah I'm very happy with where this um so uh Before we get started, a lot of the... We're friends, don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Before we get started, I want to point out, and we'll link this in the description, some of the information I got about the Elder Scrolls lore I get from a channel called Double Negative. Um, He does some great Elder Scrolls lore videos. He has a whole little series, about 10 videos, goes through some basic... If you're interested in what we have to say about Elder Scrolls lore, but want some other parts of it, because we're going to focus on some very specific stuff here... um. Go check out Double Negative on YouTube.
0: Yeah, and just like the last lore, uh, Dark Souls one, the links will be there. Don't worry.
1: The links it. will be there. You can also just search on YouTube Elder Scrolls Lore. There's a bunch of shit on there. Yeah, I Fudge also Muppet Muppet recommend does some good videos. I also recommend the
0: Exploring series. He yeah. does really good like general like summaries of I'm Elder Scrolls sure he, lore. I'm not sure
1: has he done Elder Scrolls lore? Yes. Okay.
0: But he does all kinds of stuff. He's mostly doing SCP now. Like that's yeah. the only thing he's he, doing. He he has
1: his production value is fantastic.
0: Just, but he's done lore yeah. on you know Tolkien, Elder Scrolls, he's mm-hmm. done Celtic mythology, he's done Yeah, I like that. He real does, he's done real history he does Actual stuff. mythology and shit. He's done like actual his, historical uh, video essays. Mm-hmm. He's But he's mostly doing SCP. Oh, and uh, his first videos were on the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. Um, Those are good ones.
1: Yeah. So uh, the other thing that I want to mention before we get into the lore is that in Elder Scrolls, almost all of the lore is up to interpretation. Right. Because all of the lore is told from in-game sources, meaning that all of our sources of learning about lore is from people within the world of Elder Scrolls speculating about their own history. Mm -hmm. So they disagree with stuff. What I'm going to present to you today, where we're talking about, is just a general understanding of it. But the Khajiit might disagree with me.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because their history is a (laughs) lot different. Yeah,
1: they they probably would disagree with me. Um, Get my drink on. So, I thought it'd be fun today to talk about the Dawn era. One more
0: question. When is Elder Scrolls 6 coming out?
1: Uh, the 20th anniversary of Skyrim. November, we... November 11th. <laughs> November 11th. um, 20, we 20, 20, sure 31. wish. 2031. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will be. If, well, let's see. It came out in 2011. I was 14 years old 14 or 15 when it came out. Mhm. 15 I think. Yeah, 15 years old when I came out. And uh so if if it if it is only another 5 more years before Elder Scrolls 6 come out, I will be as old when I w- when it, Skyrim came out as the number of years it took to get <laughs> yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 out. <laughs>
0: I don't even know if I'll care about it when I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I'll, I'll still care about it. But no.
1: It, so some people will be like, maybe I'll have kids and I, I won't have time to play video games. I'm like, I'm I'll, not have, having kids. I'll have fucking time to play Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: so, what exactly are we covering?
1: I thought it'd be fun to talk about the the dawn era and some of the uh, the weird Elder Scroll shit. So oh, I love weird. The uh, I love weird lore. The Aedra and the Daedra and shit like that, because we could go on. We can go through a, a vague history of. Uh, you just, a lot of
0: that meat is gone now.
1: What? Some of it's in like a bunch of it's in my glass here. I just poured it in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes went wide for a second as you saw the. Bottle. I thought you just
0: down that. Do you want some? <laughs> No, I'm okay. Okay, <laughs> I got my hazelnut beer. This is
1: a big glass. It, it uh, holds a lot of mead. By the way, Gibson, if you're listening, and I know sometimes you do, I have sometimes. your I have your metal tankard. <laughs> I think you've mentioned this before, like um a long time ago. And I'm gonna keep using it until you come and get it from me, uh, because I don't know your address, so I can't ship it to you or nothing.
0: Oh, I bet we could find it.
1: Shh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, let's get into <laughs> so prehistory stuff the Dawn Era. So, this is the creation story of the Elder Scrolls universe. In the beginning, there was a nothing, there was a chaotic void of nothingness. Although it's very, the sources are very clear to say is chaotic void, not just nothingness. So, there is actually something, there's chaos, I guess.
0: So, it's not just a bunch of passive dragons.
1: No. Like Dark Souls. Just a bunch of (laughs) dragons chilling, smoking blunts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why there was so much fog. It was actually the smoke. (laughs) Smoking spliffs, smoking blunts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, this is just a chaotic void, and two beings come into existence. Anu and Padome. Now, we're at the point now in existence where the beings I'm talking about don't have a shape or form. They're very abstract. Well yeah, it's
0: a lot like um Tolkien lore. Yeah. Like where you have Arrow Luvatar. El who's also called, I forget his other name that they usually call him by.
1: I know sometimes they just short it to like Arrow. Arrow No,
0: Aero. it's but that's not what you're talking about though. I can't remember, but yeah, it's like when it's just there's nothing and like they can only hear things, like they just have conscious, like all the different um yeah. Like gods. And this maze. is pretty much it.
1: There's two beings um that are just shapeless beings. They they don't have gender, they don't have an identity. They they are just shapeless beings. Anu and Padome. Um and Padme Padome would uh, eventually go on to be killed by Darth Vader. Um
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was going to make that joke. <laughs> I was going to make it. I was just going to give it some time, but you had to just rush it. I beat you to it. Hey, Um, beating someone to the joke doesn't make the joke any better. No,
1: no, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It's a bad joke either way. I'm sorry. Um,
0: (laughs) It's a bad joke anyways.
1: Uh, Anu and Padme, they are equals and opposites. Anu is order and light and... Uh, also, sometimes Anu is called Anu the You're Everything. You're
0: breaking my heart, Anakin.
1: Yeah. Um, and Padome is chaos and change. No. But it seems like in Elder Scrolls, Padome is not like it represents chaos, but it also represents change. And change is not a bad thing in Elder Scrolls, like in the lore. Um, so they are, they fought each other in this endless void. But because they are equals in power. There was there was no outcome to their fighting. <laughs> they they neither one could beat just each kept other. going. They just kept fighting beyond. each other. Eventually they stopped. They gave up on fighting each other. And they and uh, they both decided to create it's... souls for themselves. Um, oh, they still didn't have souls. No, they didn't have souls. They just are. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So they created souls for themselves. But the weird thing is, when they create these souls, these souls themselves so... become. Separate beings and the other scrolls,
0: there's not like one big god, there's actually two.
1: There's two main gods, main, uh, yeah, Anu, which represents order and light and stasis, and Padome is chaos and change, mm. dark and the light, basically. Um, so they create souls from them for themselves, um, and these souls take uh become their own beings, um, and these souls are, um, uh uh Anu Anu L which uh is comes from Anu uh mm-hmm. represent and Anu L takes on uh in the elder scrolls mythology takes on the uh um I guess the domain of everlasting light and represents the souls of all things okay and then um Padome creates Sithis, who I know you've heard of I have. Yeah, Sithis uh the Dark Brotherhood rep- uh worships Sithis. Worships Sithis. So yeah. Sithis um represents nothingness, represents the void. Sometimes uh, his moniker is the Dread Father. Um they still don't have forms yet. Uh they're still just formless abstract beings. Um and because Sithis doesn't have a form and is more of an abstract being in Elder Scrolls some of the cultures don't actually consider him a god at all. So the fir- uh Aerley Mm-hmm. The first one you mentioned isn't that Akatosh? No, that comes next. Okay, <laughs> um, Anu, uh, An Anuie L, An- L is the first. Is this one? Um, so Anuie L and Sithis, just like uh, Anu and Padme, are also equal and opposites. Um, so, but instead of fighting each other like how Anu and Padme did, Anuie L and Sithis decide um to kind of work work their differences out and through working their differences out they create a set of rules which becomes the universe oh wow so they create the universe okay um and uh there's a word for where is it uh um orbis Ar- arbis is, a, is the word for the universe a u r and then the pl-
0: the main planet that everything takes place on is Nern right Nern yeah but we're not there yet no 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 because this close. universe
1: does not include Nern doesn't actually include our plane of existence yet or the 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 mortal plane of existence there so they create the universe but at the in the creation of this universe the planes of existence are just um, aetherius and oblivion mundus yeah. mundus which is the uh, Mortal realm doesn't exist yet. See, and that reminds me a lot of like
0: Norse mythology. Yeah. Midgard as. A lot of this
1: reminds me kind of of Norse mythology. Hell,
0: uh, Jotunheim, all those different places. They're technically different realms, but. They're part of the same universe, though. Same universe, so they're really so. Planets? From this
1: from this point on, we're talking about planes of existence, but they're all technically in the same universe. Yeah. Um, because and outside of this universe is still that void, that nothingness, but kind of not. And the Elder because- Scrolls
0: universe is definitely a different universe than. Ours. it's not like oh yeah it's not trying to say it's like <laughs> it's not a like talking that yeah Tolkien would say
1: that like this was this is our ancient ancient history yeah era. yeah um it, no this it's this is a this like, is a different universe.
0: when you're playing skyrim you're on a completely different planet you're not yeah. on like
1: you're not on an earth yeah you're not an ancient version of earth you no. are on a yeah um and that's because there's theories that fall out and all scrolls are in the same universe and that's, i mean that's <laughs> what throws it i think into that that throws a wrench into that because uh Elder Scrolls is pretty clear. This is not the universe with Earth. I mean, well, you, you argue could argue that... Everyone in Elder Scrolls is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all these books that we read, they're just all wrong. Well, and it's,
0: f- one, you could do multiverse stuff, because everyone's doing that, everyone's on that. Yeah. Or you could argue that, you know, Earth just happens to be, like, another realm.
1: Yeah, well, the, the theory but- that... Elder Scrolls and Fallout is... is I hate that theory. The I know theory, what theory you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the theory is that Elder Scrolls is the far distance, like, eons later future of Fallout.
0: Yeah, basically, we go go back to, like, the Dark Ages, quote-unquote. Yeah.
1: I don't like that theory. It's a stupid theory. And because
0: <laughs> nuclear radiation, that's why we have
1: all these creatures and magic, and it's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bullshit. So, yeah. Uh, so, and Anui El and Sithis create... Um, the universe uh, Arbus and um, but they but Anuil also gets bored just like Anu did and decides to create a soul for itself so the soul that was so the soul that was created by so Anu creates a soul for themselves and then its soul creates a soul for itself and that soul, uh, becomes Ariel, also known as Akatosh, and this is this is where we get into recognizable names from the games from Elder Scrolls, Akatosh, and Akatosh um brings, uh, creates and introduces the idea of time to uh, Arbus the universe. Therefore stabilizing the universe. So the universe is still very chaotic. So Akatosh
0: is Akatosh and Alduin the same? No. Or is no. he like an avatar?
1: No, or, so no, because so Alduin Because in
0: like Nord Nordic mythology, like Skyrim. They no. consider Akatosh and Alduin the same.
1: Yeah, so um I have to double check this. Um, because I'm looking at this chart here and it
0: says Skyrim Nord, Akatosh slash Alduin is the line with Ariel.
1: Alduin is not Akatosh. I know that. I have to double check this, but I believe... Um, so Akatosh created the dragons and Alduin is the first dragon, I believe. Um, But Alduin is not the same as Akatosh.
0: It's, what it says here is that he's... Not the same, but he's an aspect of of Akatosh.
1: Yeah, so kind of going. I mean, so kind of like Avatar of like, kind of like that, but it's kind of so an important thing about the Adra and the Daedra, which is what some of these beings after Akatosh will become, is that unlike Anu and Padme, the beginning beings, they are not infinite beings. They cannot create. Infinitely, so when they create, they have to give up some of themselves. So when Akatosh creates dragons, he is giving part of him to be dragons, and that and Alduin. So is is Alduin
0: like the biggest chunk that he he um, made into a dragon?
1: I got it. I, 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 well, (laughs) I believe it's basically Alduin's the first dragon,
0: yeah, he's the firstborn,
1: yeah, so um. So Alduin being the first dragon means that, you know, dragons that come after Alduin don't have to be created personally by Akatosh. No, they're naturally so born. So Alduin is Alduin is like born out of Akatosh. Yeah. So he's not an avatar of Akatosh, but he does have essence of Akatosh in him basically. Because Alduin would have to give part of his being even if it's just a small part to be able to create him in the first place because these god at this point the gods are disconnected enough from anu and patame that they can't just create out of nothing
0: where does talos fit in all of this we can get into that also known as Tiber septum kind of.
1: and there's another name that he went by uh we can definitely get into talos uh by the way, you guys at home, if you've he's not He's the most had...
0: famous Nord god. Yeah. Um, but he's also, he basically...
1: Also the most famous
0: just Nord? No, definitely. <laughs> he's a he... Nord that ended up being emperor of Cyrodiil. Cyrodiil, yeah, yeah. And um, he
1: started not the he... first empire, but the first... Uh, he started the Tiber, uh, the Septum Dynasty. The Septum
0: Dynasty, yes. And yeah. he became Which, a god? Is...
1: Somehow, I forget... It's yeah. really confusing. There's a lot of so we we can totally get into that aspect of it um, in a bit here. Cool. Uh, this is going to be an episode where we can jump around as much as we like. So we're. But no, be... I just had that question. You keep going. We're going to go through this dawn the dawn era here, and then we can just jump around. To but that. also to make to the make these... bits that we feel like talking about, <laughs> basically.
0: Also uh, to make this episode even more interesting, because you did it to me. I'm going to do this to you. I have a super tough Elder Scrolls lore quiz. Hell yeah! Um, Sweet. from Loot Crate. The Ooh. one, the thing that you get the boxes. I subscribe. subscribed to
1: them for a couple months once. Did you get good stuff out of it? I got a pretty cool labyrinth T-shirt.
0: Nice. Um, but that was it. I've always thought about. Well, it.
1: The, I also got an infinity gauntlet, uh, cooking mitt. That was recalled.
0: Because did it not like work good
1: as? A- yeah, yeah. I never used it before. Was they it recalled. protective? Yeah, I never used it before they recalled it, but they recalled it. And they said to everyone who got it, if you send them a picture of you having cut it in half, with like some scissors, like destroyed it, they would send you something else. And they sent me like a, uh, it was like a, uh, one of those. What? Right. It was like a Funko Pop. They sent me a Funko Pop. They were pop like, a, destroy
0: this item.
1: Yeah, because as recall, they didn't want a lawsuit on their hands of someone getting injured from it because it was already out. I it, wouldn't cut the, it. I would just keep lo- it as
0: a collectible. Yeah, you
1: know? I, I looking back, I would have done that. But I was in high school. <laughs> and i wanted yeah, like, you don't make i wanted whatever they were sending instead um no i subscribed to that for a couple of months and it was fun but loot boxes are generally mm.
0: well i just answered this For this has a really hard quiz first question i already answered yeah just by being a someone that's somewhat knowledgeable about Elder Scrolls lore. And when I say that, I know it from playing the games. Yeah. I don't, like, look into the it.
1: Playing games and, and the occasional <laughs> and, like, YouTube reading video. The bo- re- YouTube videos, uh-huh. reading the
0: books in the game, because I actually did that sometimes. I, I actually I would read chill the out. Books. I would have a nice house, either, like, Breeze Home. That would be, yeah. that would, like, my first one. <laughs> the Lakeside House. Mm. I love that one. But I would have my house, and I would kind of... <laughs> this is so dorky, but I would role play like I'm just living my life. I, I've i done that too. <laughs> and I would just sit and read books, That's drink. not dorky. <laughs> it's dorky. Well, I've done it too. So when that's... you're playing Skyrim, um, <laughs> when you're not just killing people senselessly in that game or, you know, maxing out your archery, you're a dork.
1: Well, it's the same thing like um, when you're playing an RPG and you choose to walk at a normal pace instead of run because it's more immersive. Is that dorky?
0: Man, I... I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, and
1: I've been really living that up. Nice. I definitely want to play that someday. It's a beautiful oh, game. and it's just yeah, I've been doing so good.
0: You know, sometimes I'll do the more, like, ninja-type stuff, you know, stealth, but a lot of times I'll, like, be in the samurai and having honor. Yeah. And, like, just walking up to a little enemy Mongol encampment. And doing the standoff and oh, like That sounds <laughs> awesome. You can like walk up and play your flute as you're walking up. <laughs> no. So it's like this weird intimidating
1: thing. Playing but, your flute up the, yeah. like, a, like a freaking um,
0: bard. But yeah, it's an amazing game. Anyways, we're not talking about that game. Yeah. Right <laughs> but here's the first question. This is the easiest one for sure. Okay. Who would a Tiber Septum become upon his death? Talos. Here's some of the options though. <laughs> St- <laughs> oh it's multiple choice that makes it easier Stendar Talos R.K.
1: Shezar Talos. Talos yeah also you want to get technical I don't think you could argue that it's very unclear you can argue that he didn't become Talos upon his death he didn't die it's a at generalization. all generalization he didn't die at all he ascended to be yeah. Talos yeah um, now it's argued if he, basically, so when you in Elder Scrolls, there's two ways to become a god. You can achieve Kim. Uh C-H-I-M. That one I think Dark elf guy did that, right? Uh, Vivek. Vivek, yeah. The Living Tribunal. There's Vivek, Amalexia, um, and uh Sofacil.
0: Hey, that's a Marvel thing. The Living Tribunal. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, sure you don't want some of the me, because I'm probably going to finish this bottle before we're done.
0: Sure. Here, just... I'm just
1: going to... There you go. That's all yours. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um so the living tri- you can achieve kim which is basically there's various ways to do it and it's very unclear on how exactly to do it but it's a basically a way of achieving godlike powers. Um and that's what the living tribunal did. They used the um I think it's just the tribunal. Yeah, they they used uh the heart of Lorcan and um uh, those uh, tools, I Kaganak's tools to achieve Kim and, be- and become living gods. And then there's mantling. Mantling is where you take on the persona of a god to the point of you become them. But it's not like mantling. You don't just gain the powers of the god. You literally become that god in personality and memory and everything. So, um, uh, spoilers, if you haven't played Oblivion, sh- the Shivering that's Isles... That's what you become... The player character in Oblivion becomes Shea Gorf.
0: Shea Gorf is he... like the Lovecraftian, tentacle guy.
1: No, Shea Gorf is the no, mad... No, no, he's, he's the mad god, the god of madness. Yeah, he's the god of madness, so I'm thinking yeah. of... Um... You're thinking of uh, Hermes Mora, the god of... Hermeus Mora. Daedric god, prince of And knowledge. I'm also
0: thinking of a more a Marvel character called... Shuma Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the Lovecraft tentacle guy. You, you, I get you, the You think up.
1: Elder Scrolls steals from Marvel sometimes? I think they steal from a lot of things. <laughs> they steal from a lot of things. But, <laughs> but um, uh, no, so the, the player character from Oblivion mantles Shea Well, this is a really which, good... Uh, so Which means he becomes Shea both in his powers and personality and memory and everything. He literally just... Like, Shea Gorth dies, and he becomes Shea Gorth. Therefore, Shea Gorth didn't die. He just... The uh, character from Oblivion just takes his place. Right. As Shea Gorth. It's weird. And, but the, thing with, the weird thing with Tiber Septim, it's very debated. And he's probably one of the most mysterious examples of it. We're not sure if he achieved Kim or if he mantled, we think, maybe Lorcan.
0: Okay. So
1: we think maybe he mantled Lorcan, but we also because Lorcan is the god of mankind. Um yeah. also the one that tricked gods into creating Mundus, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Um uh, but it's also possible that Shea, uh, that Talos uh achieved kim, but the weird thing about it is it seems that if he if he did achieve Kim. That he didn't just become a living god. That he, the gods, took him and brought him up into full godhood. So he became not just, a new god. He's not just a living god. He's a new god. I it's see weird. it as he's a new god. I, like I don't think, think he think that, replaced Lorcan. I like. I like to think that too. But I think the theory that he mantled Lorcan is not unreasonable because by, by the time is valid. well by, by the time of Tiber Septim, Lorcan is believed dead. And there's only there's only two theories on where Lorcan is. that's like what don't the Dwemer like have the heart of Lorcan? Yeah, that's how the Living Tribunal yeah. um uh achieved Kim is they use Kagrenac's tools on the heart of Lorcan. Um and that's a big plot point in a, in uh, Morrowind the game. And
0: didn't it that power that humongous like mech?
1: Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Um but yeah, they're the they built a giant. Those mech.
0: who don't know the Dwemer
1: like and 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 we mean giant by like Pacific Rim giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaiju size, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the Dwemer basically are a highly technological race of. They're basically dwarves, but. They're more elves,
1: yeah. They're elves, but they but they fulfill... take the place of
0: the dwarves of in the Elder Scrolls lore, yeah. If you're talking um,
1: about like a traditional fantasy setting, they take they're the like cave dwelling,
0: they it's you know, they have the yeah. big kingdoms in the mountain, you yeah. Know, they Markarth, they, you know, they take kind of the thing.
1: stereotypical role of dwarves, but they're technically elves, yeah. Most
0: races are elves, <laughs> they're either elves <laughs> or they're, you're, are they're just... elves or humans. And then something completely crazy, like yeah. Khajiit or uh, yeah, Argonians. Yeah. There's
1: different beast race. Though. And then Orcs. There's other beast race, which we're not going to get into today. There's that, a lot um, of them, actually. That are not mentioned in the game. There's games. like the dog people, I think. Or, yeah, or there's the Lilithet, which are um, fox people. Yeah, I the fox I got, people. I think I got that name right. I'm not sure.
0: Um. Yeah, there's all kinds of people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and... Aren't the orcs... There's the which are the snake people from Akavir. I know in
0: (laughs) Tolkien lore, orcs are twisted elves, essentially. That's what they are
1: in Elder Scrolls, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was a lot like that. So we
1: should totally get into that in a bit, because it has to do with the Daedric Prince. Uh, Okay. But I want to finish talking about the... uh, But you were just talking about the Tribunal. Yeah, the Tribunal. So they they use the the heart of Lorcan to become gods. So, this brings me to the second question on my quiz.
0: Yeah. Who are the tribunal? You already said Vivek. 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 Um,
1: Amalexia and Sothasil. I believe.
0: You're such a nerd. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you
0: got it right.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so going to like the, the tribunal and Lorcan. So bec- they use the heart of Lorcan. Lorcan is believed dead. Or at the very least, if he's not dead, he is weakened. Because he doesn't have like his heart, he doesn't have his source of power. So, and there are only two main theories. There's probably other theories out there. Till only two I've heard of on where Lorcan is. Okay, and one of them is what I mentioned is that Tiber Septum actually didn't become Talos. He became he mantled Lorcan and is now just known as Talos. That's one theory. The other theory I like a lot more. There's less evidence for it, but there's not much evidence against it either. It's kind of just a theory out there that people like. Uh it's a character, a reoccurring character in Elder Scrolls in the games that you encounter that people believe is actually Lorcan. Can you guess who it is? Meek the liar. Maik. Maik the liar. P- the people liar, think yeah. Maik the liar is maybe Lorcan. Because he isn't he's a every Elder Scrolls game since Morrowind. So people think And he's not always a liar. He's Sometimes not... there's no. truth to what he's saying. Yeah. But Um, but you can't know for sure, though. You never can. Yeah. So the one of the theories is that Maik the Liar is Lorcan, kind of forever cursed to wander, basically. Um. So yeah. So
0: (laughs) I can't even find Lorcan on this deities list.
1: We're getting there. I find him
0: in one spot.
1: We're We're gonna get there because he's in a different. He's not a Daedra or an Aedra. According to this list, this
0: chart I'm looking at, the only race, there's only a couple races that still um, acknowledge Lorcran as a a god.
1: Yeah, so he's traditionally... The elves, essentially. He's traditionally, like, in the mythic era and the the first era, considered a god of mankind. But he's forgotten. So, where was I here? We were talking about uh, Akatosh... Mm -hmm. He was created by um, Anui El. Um, And the reason why Anui El and Anu and Padome before them um, created their own souls was for uh, self-reflection. That's why they did that. So Akitosh was created by Anui El for self-reflection. Akitosh created the universe, or he didn't create the universe. He introduced time to the universe, therefore stabilizing it. And because he stabilized it, it allowed other powerful beings to come into existence. These powerful beings being the um, Etada, which are become the Adra and the Daedra. But at yeah, this point, they... they're not different from each other. They're just the Etada. Um, now Sithis, being the jealous type, mm-hmm. was jealous that um, Anu'i El created a soul for themselves. So Sithis decided he was going to do it too. Sithis created Lorcan, so Lorcan is not one of the Edada. Lorcan is the soul of Sithis. Th- I never knew that. Yeah, so Lorcan was directly created by Sithis. The same as same thing with like Akatosh. Akatosh is cons- is like included among the di- divine uh, with the Edada, but strictly speaking, Akatosh is not one of the same as the edda Akatosh is the soul of a nuiel um, so
0: everything i'm looking at has for the nord
1: Shore takes is lorcan that's another theory because shore is not shore is obviously like a divine being but shore is clearly not one of the edda so shore is another that's another theory um
0: yeah, it says shore is the nordic version of lorcan
1: yeah um, which but, if but it, and that's weird because if you consider you, your Talos
0: mantling can theory, that would
1: that would throw it out the door because the door. you encounter Shor in Skyrim. Yeah, so he can't be Talos unless they're the same person that's just worshipped in different roles by by mortals. Um, so my, I mean, my my favorite theory on Talos is that he. He achieved Kim, but then was brought Isn't up.
0: Isn't um, asso- uh associated with Soon?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: He di- Yeah, he died defending Shore from foreign gods, yeah. it says.
1: My favorite theory with Talos is... And you is fight him,
0: and you can't kill him, technically. He's, he's the only character in the game... You can- well, one of the characters in the game you can't kill.
1: Yeah. Other than... Unless you, know, you, you know... Jarl Baldriff. Jarl <laughs> Balin. You can't kill him, either. He's just as powerful as Sue. Yorol Ballen is uh, uh is Lorcan. He's Lorkan. secretly, yeah, he's um, secretly Lorcan. My favorite theory with Talos is that he achieved kim, he achieved living godhood and then was uh, ascended by the Aedra into his, Yeah, that's in, what I like to think. That's what I like to think. There's actually theory in uh, the other main theory is that uh, Talos isn't a real god at all. Is well that, that's what the Thalmors say. That's what Thalmors <laughs> say. And the evidence in the game says that when you pray to Talos, you get the blessing. Yeah. But some fans do think that um that's a blessing of a different god. That's maybe the blessing of Akatosh actually. Well I have a great and, and that and that Talos or Tyrosepton didn't achieve godhood, he's just been more uh, immortalized Mortalized, in, in yeah. legend. Which could also I be. I don't true. like that theory. I, I think he was a Well, you get the
0: enchantment when he worship his shrine. Exactly. I th- so. I
1: think he achieved Kim and then was taken by the gods and brought up to so I have a question. A, being a new god.
0: I just mentioned Thalmor. What is the Thalmor's end goal? The
1: the Thalmor's end goal, that is a hard one actually.
0: Opening the Oblivion Gates and ending the world. Forming an alliance with a and ruling the Empire. Killing the Dragonborn Worshippers of Talos. Ending the Empire and eradicating the worship of Talos. That's
1: well, the last one.
0: It's definitely the last one. But if <laughs> that, you want to get...
1: That's such an easy... That, yeah, the, well, the multiple choice is easy. When I say it's hard, because you can say that the, the Thalmor do have more complicated ambitions than just defeating the Empire. Like... They're elf races. They they don't want to just defeat the empire. They want to promote like elven supremacy across the, na- across the world.
0: They're always the guys I fight in the game. When I don't have any magic defense, they always slaughter me with their lightning. <laughs> they can be tough, if but you, then yeah. I just do stealth archery on them. Stealth archery, you yeah. know, yeah. that works.
1: They are the reason why the only race in Skyrim I've never played is is a uh, high elf.
0: I played as a high elf once. That's when I was trying to do like a magic character.
1: Yeah. Well I just played not I it. play an Imperial or a Briton when I want to do magic. Yeah.
0: I'll do a Breton or even like um because uh destruction magic, that's good with uh Dark Elves. Oh yeah Dunmere. So.
1: Yeah. Um I've played high elves in other and like Morrowind And Oblivion. But not in Skyrim. Because in Skyrim, they're all assholes. I yeah, mean, and I in I Skyrim, you always... I just...
0: No. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the first race I always play in... Well, the first race I played in Skyrim, and the one I always go back to is the Nord.
1: The Nords. I'm, i Viking people. The Nord is my go-to in Skyrim, but I find myself recently playing Imperials a lot. Um, I also
0: like playing Argonians a lot.
1: Argonians are fun. I like Khajiits more than Argonians.
0: Khajiits are cool.
1: I remember your. Uh, we played a D&D campaign that was... Uh, McGarth. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was uh, Elder Scrolls theme. That was a really fun D&D campaign. Although I remember at some point we started it. It was great. It was going great. And then I started heavily railroading you guys because I was the DM. Yeah. It was my first campaign I'd ever played as mm-hmm. a DM. So I made the mistake of... But the beginning of the campaign before I did that was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, so okay.
0: Oh, this relates a lot to the Daedra.
1: Yeah, I was about to like guess. Hey.
0: Who are the House of Troubles, also known as the Bad Daedra? I thought they were all bad, but um, <laughs> it's gonna be hard for me to pronounce a lot of these. Oh, I'm gonna try the my best. House of
1: Troubles.
0: Clavicus Ah, Clavicus Vile.
1: Clavicus Vile.
0: Yeah, Clavicus Vile. That's a weird word, uh, Boethia. 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 <laughs> what the? F-
1: I don't know. You're this, such a
0: dirt I don't know this group you're talking about, but I know these names: Malek Ball or Shiogorov. And then the next one. Wait, so th- that was the that's option? one group.
1: That was oh that was oh it's wait. one option. Oh okay. The next one. I can just say this right now. I don't know this one. Jigalog... Merho's Dagon. Merhoon's Dagon.
0: Uh, Mephala.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Clavicus Vale. Okay. Malek Ball, Merhoon's Dagon. Malakath and Geogorov. Nocturnal. Jigalag. Mephala and Boethia.
1: What's the, um, the question again? Who
0: are the House of Troubles? Also known as the Bad Daedra.
1: One of the I ones, have my guess. I don't know this, but I'm gonna guess one of the ones with Jigalag. He's the Daedric Prince of Order. He's actually the same as Shea Gorth Um, but he is—he's the Daedric Prince of like Order and shit. But he's specifically like the everyone. No one likes him because he takes his Order to the point of being well, tyrannical.
0: You were wrong.
1: Oh, I was wrong. Okay, it was
0: okay. Moleg like Ball. Of course um,
1: Molag Ball. He's the Daedric Prince Dagan. of Rape and Domination.
0: Malakaraf and Cheogorov.
1: Okay, I've never heard of that before.
0: Me neither.
1: Let me look. Let's look it up real quick. We're gonna go on a, 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 a re- uh, adventure right now, all of us. We're gonna learn about this together. What's it called?
0: The House of Troubles. Daedra.
1: House of Troubles. I had never heard of this.
0: Apparently they were brought up in Morwind, I think.
1: Hmm. I didn't read enough of the books in Morwind.
0: Yeah, it's the Bad Daedra.
1: Oh, Merhuln's
0: just... Dagon, Shargorv, Malakhev, and Molek Ball.
1: Okay. They, uh, they
0: are also known as the Four Corners of the House of Troubles.
1: Okay, so this is kind of I'm getting from this. They're they're based. They're they're considered Bad Daedra by the Great Houses of Morrowind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that one. <laughs> That's cool.
0: I have another one for you before you keep going. Shay
1: Gorth is awesome. He's the crazy one, he's right? He's the crazy one. All the other ones are stupid. Yeah. Malakath, we're going to get into in a bit here. Because you asked about orcs, and he's related. Uh, he's the domination one. Mehrun's Dagon is the villain in Oblivion. Yep. And Molag Ball is the villain in and Elder Scrolls a... Online. And... um. He's the villain in Elder Scrolls Online. and uh, In is, one of the
0: expansions or the main one?
1: No, in the, ma- uh, in the main one. Okay. Just the main Elder Scrolls Online. It's Molag Ball. Um, also, just came to mind, because we, we were talking about mantling with gods, th- there was one other example in the games that comes to mind. It is Martin Septim at the end of Oblivion. When he oh, turns into yeah. the big fire dragon and fights Maru Dagon. He turns... Akatosh. Akatosh, he yeah. He mantles Akatosh. So when he turns into a fire dragon, that's Mar- not Martin Septim turning into a fire dragon fighting him. It's Martin Septim acting as an avatar to allow Akatosh to fight him. And then the result is that he just continues being Akatosh and Martin Septim's gone.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's the other example. One
0: more question. Okay. This one's nice because it tells me if we're wrong immediately. Um, which of the following is not a real race on Nern? Okay. The slowed? Okay. Aren't those like the weird like slug like people? Slug people yeah.
1: who released a giant plague upon Tamriel at one point.
0: And there's a bunch of them in um Blackwater, right?
1: No, most, not of, most of them are dead. Most of them are dead, okay. As far as we know.
0: Uh the Imga? The
1: uh,
0: I I M G A. Imga. Imga? Okay, I'm good. Uh, nymphs or Kamar? I'm gonna guess cam- Kamar.
1: Kamar. That's what I'm gonna guess. Correct. Okay. What uh, are they? The other ones? The Kamar. Camar? I don't know what they are. <laughs> the other names sounded familiar. <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I know stuff when I don't. Uh, <laughs> the other ones. The other names just sounded familiar. Uh, the slowed I know. Uh, but the other ones just sounded vaguely, vaguely familiar. Uh. Oh.
0: Yeah, it looks like it that was just made up. It was just wondering if you knew the races. Okay,
1: basically <laughs> just point out, uh, point out the made up word. <laughs> okay, so. Want to conti- let's continue here. So where we were before is that Scythus creates Lorcan. Uh, Lorcan uh, is the soul of Scythus. So he's not technically one of the Edda, Ed but it's weird because Akatosh is considered one of the Edata but he's the same type of being as Lorcan, where he was created directly from uh, the previous uh, generation versus the rest of the Edda. Ed It's not described how they became into being, but they were only able to come into being because Akatosh had introduced time into the universe. Okay. And stabilized the universe. Um, So theoretically, Lorcan came into being after that happened, but theoretically, Lorcan would have been able to be around before time was introduced because he was created directly by Sithis. Okay. So... Um... So Lorcan, it's theorized that Sithis, that Lorcan was created kind of as a plan, part of a plan of Sithis, to get the universe back into the chaotic endless void. Right. Sithis didn't like, basically, didn't like that there was a universe. <laughs> he yeah. helped create it, but kind of. I, I I I like to think of it as, in retrospect, he regretted helping
0: create it. He doesn't like that it's yeah. ordered.
1: So Lorcan came up with a plan. He got and, and by this point, all of the other gods, that the that who would eventually become Daedra and Adra, are around now. Most of them. There's a few exceptions, uh, Malekith being one of them, who is not yet created. Okay. Um. So most of them are around, and Lorcan goes to them.
0: And we're not talking about the Dark Elf from Thor Malakith. No. We're talking about Malakath.
1: Malakath. We're pronouncing it wrong. Malakath. Malakath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, he's like a big scary orc guy.
0: Yeah, he's big. Yeah.
1: He likes blood. You'll shit. see his statue in the loading screen. He likes blood and Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to imagine what the different Daedric princes would listen to.
0: <laughs> That's always fun.
1: Um. <laughs> um. So Lorcan, so a lot of the gods they the the the, the Edada, they weren't happy with the planes of existence that they had available to them. They had um Aetherius and Oblivion. So Lorcan goes to them and proposes that they create a new plane of existence called Mundus where they could populate it with their own creations. And that's Nern. And that's Nern. Yeah, Nern is the planet that is within Mundus. Um so they all all agree, including Akatosh. So he Lorcan even tricks Akatosh into this. Um and it's likely that from the beginning Lorcan knew that well, I've mentioned before that these gods they can't create out of nothing. They have to give up their being and creating Mundus right. is a very large task. So they have to um give up very large parts of their souls to be able to do this. And uh he probably knew that. So they start creating mundus. And by the time they realize what's going on, that they realize that he's tricking them, um some of the gods start to flee. So the the primary god that flees is uh, Magnus who's the god of magic. Yeah, yeah. He's the one you do the whole quest with the the Eye of Magnus in Skyrim. Eye of the... Magnus. Yeah, he's a big part of the the uh with the college, college in Inter- yeah. Skyrim, yeah. Uh so Magnus flees and in his in his uh hastiness to flee, he escapes and Back into it, out of Mundus, back into Aetherius, and in the process, he punches a hole through the sky, which becomes the sun. All the other gods who escape too, they punch holes in the sky; those become the stars.
0: Yeah, but because (laughs) of the
1: stars, and because so the sun and the stars in Elder Scrolls, they are direct holes into Aetherius. It's actually what allows Magica to actually flow into Mundus. So yeah, they're not actually a...
0: they're not celestial bodies, they're not actually stars. They're Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> holes.
1: holes into Etherius, into another plane of existence. <laughs> That's so always... <laughs> weird. I man. always
0: found that funny whenever yeah. I hear about that.
1: So basically all of the gods who escaped are known as the Aedra. Mm-hmm. And all the gods who stayed are known as the Daedra. The Daedra now as we know uh, most of them preside in Oblivion. And
0: so when you fight a Daedra warrior, mm-hmm. that's like an armor and everything. What are they?
1: Those are the beings, you know, like, like little, the demonic looking. They're guys. like minor beings created by Daedric princes. Okay, um, and they could come in all sorts of shapes and forms because it just depends on what the fucking uh, like in in the Skyrim uh, Dragonborn DLC, the lurkers or the whatever they are, those little tentacle guys that come out and fight you.
0: Oh, yeah. Those are Daedra.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are Daedra. Um, I'm talking d- about the like devil-looking guys. Yeah, but those are also Daedra. The Who are ta- they under? Uh, it depends. Uh, those ones that you fight that are devil-looking, they I are either probably under, like, Mabron's Dagon or Malekith. Okay. Um it really depends. Uh, there's a lot of different type of Daedra. So da- the word Daedra in Elder Scrolls is used to refer to both the Daedric princes themselves mm. as well as the beings they create in Oblivion right. and send yeah. into Mundus. Um. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have to look something up real quick. Uh, what's the next question on the quiz? Uh, right.
0: What was the name of the dragon that was a loyal soldier to Tiber Septim? And by the way, I skipped the last one because it was sh- really easy. It was Shore is also known as, and I said lorcan because <laughs> we already talked about that. Yeah. But yeah, what is the name of the dragon that was a loyal soldier to Tiber Septum? Parthenax, Nalfal, Argus, Cruzacril, Oldaving, the second one. The one that's really hard to say. Yeah, that's why I didn't try to say. That was it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Parthenax was. I'll be like, honest. I didn't know that one. I just recognized the other names from Skyrim.
0: Yeah. Parthenax was one that was a lieutenant of Alduin, but then he party betrayed snacks? him. Yeah. Party snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love that mod. It's one of my my <laughs> favorite mods in Skyrim are the, like the stupid ones, but not the ones that add Thomas the Tank Engine. The ones that add very sarcastic little things, like the sarcastic loading screens. Yeah. I love those mods. Uh, yeah. All right. So. I I am forgetting. Uh...
0: Okay. I have another question then. Who are the Eleanor Faye? Eleanor Faye.
1: Eleanor Faye? Yes. Ah, shit. A uh, form
0: of humanoid Daedra. Th- faded descendants of the Adra who walked Tamriel. The ancient elves. order of High mages. A mysticism. Race of elves that ruled over Syrdrel.
1: The race of elves?
0: Mm, no.
1: Oh, shit.
0: They are faded descendants of the Adra who walked
1: Tamriel. Oh, those guys. Nice. Okay. So basically what the high elves believe they were descended from. Yeah. But not. Yeah, it's implied they weren't, but the high elves, so one of the reasons for the high elves like superiority complex is they <laughs> they're really being... facetious bastards. Yes. They <laughs> believe they were descended from Aedra. Yeah. Like literally descended from Aedra. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm trying to find uh, this part about um yeah so so <laughs> yeah so I'm just continuing so Lorcan you know tricked all the Adra and the Daedra and um, he uh, so he tricked the Adra a lot of them lost some lots of their power what they had before. So theoretically, all these Daedric princes would have been a lot more powerful before the creation of Mundus. Right, yeah. Because they had to give so much of their power to the creation. Um, and the Aedra... That reminds me of, like, when Morgoth,
0: he has to give a part of his soul to make the orcs, a part of his soul to make his iron crown and yeah. you know, all that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And 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 here's... a Well, here's actually a distinction... Um, so I was a little bit mistaken. The Aedra p- were the ones that participated in the creation of Mundus. Some of them escaped, like um, uh, Magus. Magus. Uh, the Daedra were the ones who refused to participate at all. They weren't involved at all. They just said, no, we don't want to do this.
0: The Daedra didn't c- help create Mundus. Yeah. So that's okay. why the
1: Aedra in many cultures in Elder Scrolls are worshipped as like the, 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 the main gods. Because they were the ones that actually helped create. So technically the daedra are possibly more powerful because than they the Aedra. didn't
0: use more of their energy, like the souls yeah. to create Mundus.
1: Yeah, they didn't participate at all. But well, well that's th-
0: why they're always the Daedra the ones that are always actively like interfering with the affairs of man. And yeah. Like trying to you, you know You encounter open... them
1: more often. They're yeah. Um Magnus would probably be um uh, the most powerful of the Aedra. Hold on.
0: I have ascended, I have achieved kin, <laughs> and I am here to ask this mortal questions about elder scrolls,
1: elder scrolls, yeah, so speaking of elder scrolls, tell us so mortal where we were before. <laughs> Where we were before was uh, so Magnus. Um, so the mm-hmm. day you know the the Aedra were creating Mundus under the
0: yeah it was the there.
1: trickery of Lorcan. Yeah, I was there, but I wasn't and, tricked. And so I mentioned that Magnus, uh, you know, started he he fled, and it's because he started to you know the the plane of Mundus was kind of unstable from the Aedra's presence. So that's how Magnus started to realize. What was going on? So he fled and coward, but uh, but he only fled like once Magnus was created, he didn't flee like mid process. And also, Magnus is known as he's not just the god of magic or the ager of magic, he's the uh chief architect of Magnus. He's or of um,
0: magic is for nerds,
1: he's the chief Arcanus, uh architect of uh. The mortal plane. Um, why am I forgetting this? <laughs> Fuck. Magic is for nerds. My Munda- followers, Mundus. My followers. So he's, the, so he's the chief architect of Mundus. He is the he's the head of the, the my
0: ar- my followers practice the art of drunken <laughs> brawls, drunken brawls, and drunken brawls and they get their uh, power from the drink and my essence
1: what would be the medieval version of a podcast uh <laughs> yold <Ye>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know what a okay i'm done the with the person who stands on the I'm side, done with the bit now the
1: person who stands on the uh, corner and just like homer yells the news i mean that's stuff. more ancient history but
0: yeah Telling stories of like the Iliad and the Aeneid.
1: Like I thought you for for a moment, I'm a I'm sh- not talking I'm sh- about Homer Simpson. Yeah, I was ashamed of this. Be- <laughs> my in my that's really bad of you. In my head, I'm ashamed of this because I'm a history fucking major. Um, I w- I thought Homer Simpson. I was about to say like whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> Don't oh, that's not that old. <laughs> no, yeah. A, a bard, you're you're a the, bard. Yes, a bard is the ancient version of a podcast. Um, podcasts are just two bards who get together.
0: Ye old and drunken
1: um, bards' tales. Yeah, so uh, you, you'd be the Aedra or the Adra because you stuck around, right? And also, by the you, way, you'd be the Aedra of bards and drunken brawls.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> by the way, I I I want people to know that I did walk out of the room.
1: Yeah, I committed to that bit. Be committed to the bit. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have committed to it, but I don't. You have, know, I don't. I don't, these quite, have, I don't quite have the balls that Jackson One of these
0: episodes, one of us is just gonna straight up leave, <laughs> and it's just gonna be up to one of us to continue. And to ramble. I'm sure we can do it though. Um, we can make it work. I mean, so, let's keep yeah. this going. Like, let's get to the like actual. <laughs> Beginning of history. Well, yeah, we're we're still
1: prehistory, right? We're almost there. We're almost there. So, you know, the uh, and 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 this episode, we're not going to get much into the actual history other than just like fun facts and shit like that. But, uh, so in so, uh, Mundus was created, Magnus and the other Aedra fled, creating the sun and the stars. But there was a convention. And Magnus is the sun, or created the sun, I mean. Magnus, yeah, Magnus is the god of magic, the Aedra of magic. magic that, So it, in the
0: Elder Scrolls universe, magic comes from celestial bodies.
1: And magic comes from the plane of Aetherius, which the sun and celestial bodies are holes into Aetherius that allow magic to seep into um, well, um, this is just like any mythology trying to explain
0: science where it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Um, it's stupid, but I love it. But you could still <laughs> argue that you could take it as far as like magic is just like UV
1: radiation. <laughs> yeah, I well, won't. I mean, so again, all of Elder Scrolls lore is all told from the perspective of people speculating within the Elder Scrolls universe. So this is, we're saying that the sun is a whole... Into Aetherius that lets magic come through. But in reality, it could be the actual sun creating magic. And they just explain. But that's just how the people in Elder Scrolls that have written the books that you can read in game... Also... um, Describe it and explain it.
0: This deserves a whole episode. I would love to do it sometime. But if you... Have you looked into any of Michael uh, Kirkbride's work on Elder Scrolls? A little
1: bit, but it's it the deserves future. It deserves Elder a Scrolls. whole episode of its own yeah. because it is yeah. wild as shit. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the sci-fi version of Elder Scrolls. Yeah. It's sci-fi Elder
1: Scrolls. It gets weird. But and there is in, a character. In the
0: good weird. There's a character that appears in Elder Scrolls that also appears in Michael um, Kirkbride's future. I forget his name. He's like this silver knight with like a red crest. You can dress up as him. uh. But he's like a robot in future or something. Um, like his essence. Fuck. Uh, I know you know who I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Um. One thing that just came to mind uh, that's also important to realize with Elder Scrolls, cause, so was, well, I'll get to it in a second. Actually, so like I was saying, so the the Aedra they all held a convention at the Daenery Tower. The Daenery Tower is still around in the Elder Scrolls. It's in the the Gulf that's kind of between Skyrim and High Rock that in the in the in Tamriel. It's on an island. Um, and there's actually a, a family of elves called the Denarii that like claim it as their homeland. And they're very powerful in High Rock. Um, and at the Denarii Tower, the uh, Aedra basically put Lorcan on trial for his crimes and um, decided to destroy Lorcan. And he was punished for his trickery Uh, His divine spark was removed from him and hurtled towards Tamriel. Some people think that's the heart of Lorcan. Wait, real Um, quick. I know you're telling us important
0: lore, but the thing I'm talking about is called Coda Um, (laughs) C-0-D-A. It is
1: set in the fifth
0: era, which we've never played in. and Skyrim, for for
1: reference, takes place in the fourth era, but the very, very beginning of the fourth era, and these eras last thousands of years. So, here's what the
0: Elder Scrolls unofficial Elder Scrolls wiki says. Um the setting for the novels is a science fantasy evolution of the moon Massar, Messer, hmm. to which inhabitants of Nern fled after an apocalyptic event called the Landfall.
1: Yeah. That shit is I mean, it straight up goes takes Elder Scrolls Into science fiction. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've read it. It's really cool. It is really cool. I've read it a while
0: ago. It's crazy stuff.
1: It deserves an episode because it takes a fantasy series and turns it into science fiction. And Yeah. But you still have all those different races and everything. That's not something you see very often. You don't see people taking fantasy and turning that same lore into science fiction. That's not a common thing.
0: Well, yeah, because you can continue like the same races in history and then just give them yeah. <laughs> technology essentially. Like speculative evolution,
1: like All Tomorrows and that sort of shit. Well, it's not like that exactly. <laughs> well, it's not as weird as All Tomorrows, which is saying a lot because Elder Scrolls. That episode weird as put fuck. me in a
0: weird headspace, by the
1: way. But, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, continue. So yeah, so uh, uh, Lorcan was punished for at the Daenery Tower for his crimes. He was his divine essence was taken away from him, and they describe it as a divine essence being a physical thing, and it was hurled towards Tamriel, because uh, the Daenery Tower is in an island in the co- off the coast of Skyrim and uh, and uh, Hammerfell, um, not Hammerfell, um, High Rock. Well, Hammerfell too. Uh, that entire gulf
0: there. I heard the next um, Elder Scrolls six could be in Hammerfell, or High
1: Rock, or both. I would rather Hammerfell. That would be so much more interesting. I'd rather both. Both would be cool. I would, but if if I but it, if I
0: yeah, if I had to choose, I'd pick Hammerfell. Yeah,
1: I would rather them keep it small and really well made than try to go too big. And the red guards, right? Yeah, the red guards in Hammerfell. They're Hammerfell badass. is called Hammerfell because the hammer fell
0: there and i forget what it's called but it's that one you get in skyrim that you can yeah. use like
1: literally a hammer fell <laughs> there so it was w- a dwemer it was some weapon. of the, uh, a tribe of the dwemer that were dr- driven out of uh, morrowind i believe that's in the first era and uh, the the leader of them he had this big hammer and he and when they're driven out he threw the hammer and said wherever it lands we will settle and it landed in hammerfell
0: so yeah that's why it's called
1: hammerfell <laughs> <laughs> That's where the hammer fell. Um so and af so after more uh um uh, Mundus is created and Lorkin is punished, that is when you start seeing uh races of men and elves come into being. And that is where the uh basically where the Okay, first, I have a the, question. The mythic era starts. I have a question about the races. Yeah. Are the
0: Nords, Imperials, and Bretons different races? Are they different
1: cultures of people? Different races, but it's really weird. So Because they're all human. Yeah, that's where it gets weird. So it, it, the the lineage of elves in the Elder
0: Scrolls. Well in the Red Guard, they're human. Yeah. Yeah, the Red Guard, so, Bretons, Nords. They talk
1: about the lineage of elves. And that's pretty clear. You had the, the elves that were in the Somerset Isles, Elves that were in the Somerset Isles. Yeah, the snow The ones elves. that stayed in the Somerset Isles became the High Alps. The ones that left so ones that left, some of them, and the Wood Elves, through some through some weird uh, Daedric trickery, became the Orcs. Some yeah. of them went up to Morrowind became the Dark Elves. Well, they actually the Chimer until they were cursed to be Dark Elves. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Snow Elves? The Snow Elves were also part of that same lineage. You had the Snow Elves. Isn't were- there some Nords
0: that are like half Snow Elves or like descendants of them? Not that I know of, but I for, I, I want to put it past. I, I know there was something a something I
1: missed possibly because I've
0: seen a mod about it where it's like half Nord, half Snow Elf.
1: Yeah, maybe that's something I've missed. I've not heard of, um, but not that I know of. So that you know, the elves. You have the Snow Elves. You had the um, uh, the elves. The Sun Elves is. But I don't remember. Uh, I remember. I don't remember uh, what they were called exactly. But um, the snow
0: elves would eventually become twisted throughout time through torture and become the Falmer.
1: Yeah. The Falmer. Really sad. Um, the Aliids, which were the, the sun elves. The sun elves. They're the ones that created the first empire in Cyrodiil, and they had human slaves, which the human slaves rebelled and eventually became the first empire of humans. Right. But So, like, all the elves in Tamriel you can trace – to their lineage, humans are weird though, because you had the humans in Cyrodel, for example, who we don't know where they came from. they were just there, and the um the the aliens enslaved them, but then you have the Nords, which are also humans. That's not disputed, but they. Oh, come, what's
0: his name that led all the Nords into uh, Tamriel? Yizgamor.
1: Yzgimor, yeah, yeah, Yzgimor. He's the founder. the Nords believe he's y- like Yizgumar Who led the, humans. The five hundred companions. Five hundred. I love that. Stuff. And um, and he came from Atmora in the north, which Atmora mm-hmm. is another continent. There's yeah. There's two other known, three other known continents, in Elder Scrolls. One of them is thought to not exist anymore at all. Um. So Yizgomor comes from Atmora with the Nords. He conquers the snow, slaughters them all. Uh the ones that survive, escape to the Dwemer who enslave them and turn them into Falmer. Um so those are the Nords. Then you have the um uh the Red Guards who come from another continent. And I don't remember what the continent's called. Uh on,
0: I know there's a continent that disappeared and a lot of people would like to see in a game. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've only played in Tamriel. Yes,
1: that's right. Um, they come from the continent of Yakuda.
0: Yakuda, okay.
1: Um, Which is to the east. It's possibly where the Sloat possibly come from. Oh, yeah. Possibly. We're not sure.
0: Yeah, isn't there a Sload in that one weird Redguard spin-off game?
1: You do encounter a slowed, Yeah, um, in that game. There's also one game, it might be that game, I'm not totally sure. Maybe it was Morrowind. I've and that played, was like kind of like the Tomb Raider one, right? Yeah, like, it, was it was a weird adventure. platform adventure game, yeah. Um, there is another game where you actually do encounter a Dwemer. And the idea was that this, this Dwemer was in a different plane of existence when the Dwemer disappeared. Oh, yeah. Was that...
0: that one of the mainline
1: ones?
0: Shit. But yeah, our recording cut out, and we didn't notice for the last 20 minutes. We did a quiz and everything. It was a lot of fun. Um, but we're kind of out of energy.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> our recording software shit out and just stopped working on us for about... For a bit.
0: But if you want to know, we didn't talk about m- much of important things, but we did find out that Colton is a dunmer a dark elf. Yeah. Um, and I'm a red guard. Uh, that's all you really need. To Both know. pretty damn cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, choices um, in the Elder Scrolls. Uh
0: and we really just got to, you know, the creation of Mundus. That's really, really where we ended. Um, we could definitely do more Elder Scrolls in the future. I want to. There's a lot to Elder Scrolls.
1: Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry if this episode feels like it's cutting off pretty quickly. (laughs) But
0: that's just the way it is. But
1: it is cutting off pretty quickly because our recording software... And we're on kind of
0: a... We're going to be more on a tight schedule lately because we're in school again. Yeah. So we can't just spend a humongous amount of time on this. But anyways, so...
1: uh fun, this <laughs> a fun this episode fun. <laughs> uh we'll probably continue on this this is an easy topic for us to definitely just uh, sit down and chat about and who um, knows what the
0: next one's gonna be but definitely yeah. be ready for spooktober Sp- once again
1: yeah uh, um you want to make this the official announcement yeah spooktober we're doing spooktober again yeah, we're doing we're doing it again so it's um, gonna be
0: fun it's gonna be spooky it's gonna all be spooky, great all halloween spooky topics you know you know the drill
1: yeah, yeah second annual spooktober and if you're new to the show go
0: check out our spooktober stuff it's a lot of fun
1: yeah you can find it in our link tree you yes. go down it'll lead you to spotify or apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred listening platform is where you can cert, you can go through our content and find spooktober and
0: if you want to see what we're talking about and like the beers we're drinking and all that stuff anything related to the episodes Go ahead, follow us on Instagram, and if you really want to connect with us, join our Facebook group so we can really get to know you. And if
1: you join our Facebook group, you can post, you can make comments, you can tell us what you think of our episodes, and
0: and speaking of which, uh, what you
1: think we should do for new episodes? Exactly.
0: And speaking of which. If you enjoyed this podcast, even this episode, (laughs) um, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Yes. And it's appreciated. But anyways, that's the episode. Yeah. We will see you next week. We'll see you around.
1: And that's a wrap.
0: End this. Please.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay Colton, you can roll the outro now.